Good morning, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Joe. I'm so glad you joined me for Wednesday Bible study. Um, Sunday, we learned about fear. Um, that we need to fear God, respect God, and love God. All three. And today, we're going to look into the book of Job and learn a little bit about Job. And one thing to remember, brothers and sisters, is we fear God because of who He is. He's the almighty, all-powerful God. But we don't fear the world and what's in it because we have Jesus in us, which is more powerful than anything in the world, including the devil. Amen? Amen. All right. So if you have your Bibles today, turn to the book of Job, chapter 1. There was a man in the land of Oz whose name was Job. And that man was blameless and upright and one who feared God and shunned evil. Satan talks to, to the Lord and the Lord says, Have you considered my servant Job? that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless, upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil. And I want to point out, he says there's none like Job on the earth. He's the most righteous, meek and humble man on the earth, obeying the Lord better than anyone else. So Satan answers the Lord and says, Does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge around him, around his household, and around all that he has on every side? You have blessed his works of his hands, and his possessions have increased in the land. But now stretch out your hand and touch all that he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your power. Only do not lay your hand on his person. Nothing happens in this world, brothers and sisters, that God does not oh, allow to happen. So if you have some bad times, a trial, a tribulation, we all have to be tested, brothers and sisters. He has to test our faith our love for Him. And this is no exception. And in this particular case, Job is not being chastened like you and I probably have. I know I have. And so what happens is, Job gets uh, all his, his uh, donkeys and oxen, and they're stolen by the Sabaeans. And then fire from heaven comes down and burns up all his sheep. He's very wealthy with, with animals. Back then, that was, that's, that was true wealth. And the Chaldeans came and stole all his camels, all on the same day. But if that wasn't enough, In verse 18, while he was still speaking, another came and said, Your sons and daughters 
were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother's house. And suddenly a great wind came from across the wilderness and struck the four corners of the house. And it fell on the young people, and they are all dead. Job had three daughters and seven sons, and they all died right there. Reading from 20, Then Job arose, tore his robe, and shaved his head, and he fell to the ground and worshipped. He worshipped, brothers and sisters. And he said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return there. The Lord gave, and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Brothers and sisters, we have to follow this example. No matter what happens to us, we have to bless the Lord. We have to praise His name. Yeah. You know, in Malachi chapter 1, it says that God loved Jacob, but He hated Esau. You heard me right, brothers and sisters. The word says hated. We can't make God up what we want, okay? Matthew tells us that our Lord is loving, long-suffering, and easy to approach, okay? Lowly in heart, he says. And that means easy to approach, and he is. If anybody wants, to, wants God in their life, He's right there at the door. You just have to open it. And He'll come in and commune with you. But make no mistake about it. You don't want to be in the middle of His anger. You definitely don't want to hear the word hate as He hated Esau. You understand? That's where the fear of God comes in. But we love Him. We don't fear the world if you got Jesus inside of you. You understand? Because that power, there's no power. There's no power greater than God's power. Do you understand? Always remember that. Job wants to talk to God because Job knows that he's living a righteous life. And so he wants to talk to God. You can understand that. In fact, the story doesn't end with his children. Satan goes back to God and says, hey, okay, but you didn't, there's no harm to him. So God says, okay, you can do what you will to him, but don't take his life. And so he gives him boils from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. When his friends come to see him, they don't even recognize him. It's just horrible horrible pain and suffering he goes through. But he never once curses God. He blesses God and praises his name through the whole thing. We find in Job chapter 23, Job says, reading from verse 10, He knows the way that I take. When he tests me, I shall come forth as gold. 
My foot has held fast to his steps. I have kept his ways and have not turned aside. I have not departed from the commandments of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than the necessity of food. Brothers and sisters, I hope that's you. It's, it's me. I read the Bible every day and it, it is your spiritual food. And it's worth more than the food that keeps you alive on earth. It keeps you alive forever and ever. So I, I pray and hope that you are reading your Bible daily. But He is unique. And who can make Him change? He's talking about God. You can't change God, brothers and sisters. And whatever His soul desires, that He does. For he performs what is appointed for me and you and me. Many such things are with him. Therefore, I am terrified at his presence. Job is saying he's terrified. People want to say that when you see fear in the Bible, it just means respect. No, brothers and sisters. It means fear. Terrified. Nothing happens in this world that he's not allowed to happen. Yeah. I heard of a young girl went to school with my kids. She was skiing. She's just in high school. I believe she hit a tree. Or maybe she just fell. But she's crippled. She cannot walk. Yeah. What can happen in a second can't happen in a lifetime. But nothing happens that God does not allow to happen. And he has his reasons. And we are not to question him. And Job never questions God. He never says why. He wants to talk to God and remind God that, hey, you know, I've been living a righteous life. And so God talks to him. And we'll look at that. So now, we turn to Job chapter 40. Now, I'm sure all of you know about dinosaurs. You haven't seen them because they haven't been in our generation. All right? God flooded the earth with water which killed off all the food that the dinosaurs ate, and so they are gone, dead. But they were here, and we have proof of that. I'm sure you've all been to a museum or saw uh, pictures of them on the internet or in school. And so here in 40 and 41, God describes the dinosaurs that apparently were in the time of Job, and we'll read what he says about them. So God tells Job, Look now at Bohemoth, which I made along with you. He eats grass like ox. See now, his strength is in his hips, and his power is in his stomach muscles. He moves his tail like a cedar. Cedar's big and strong, right? Well, don't the dinosaurs have these huge long tails? They do. They did. The sinews and his thighs are tightly knit. 
His bones are like beams of bronze. His ribs are like bars of iron. I went to a museum once, and that's what his ribs look like. Amen? Amen. Mm. He is the first of the ways of God. Only he who made him can bring near his sword. Only God could get near those things. You can imagine, right? Now we're reading about a second dinosaur in 41. Can you draw out Leviathan with a hook? Or snare his tongue with a line which you lower? Can you put a reed through his nose? Or pierce his jaw with a hook? Will you play with him as with a bird? What's God telling Job? God's telling Job that God can play with him like a bird because God made him. Yeah. They know a human going to get near this thing and play with him like a bird. Can you fill his skin with harpoons? Or his head with fishing spears? Apparently he's in the water. Lay your hand on him. Remember the battle, never do it again. Apparently people tried to battle these things, but it didn't turn out well. Indeed, any hope of overcoming him is false. Shall one not be overwhelmed at the sight of him? Amen? Amen. You're picturing this, right? Verse 10. No one is so fierce that he would dare stir him up. Who then is able to stand against me? Who's me? God Almighty. Do you understand? Right? He made them. Yeah. All things were created except for the Son and Him, including the devil. So you do not need to be afraid of the devil. Next time the devil tempts you, you rebuke him in Jesus' name and he will flee. Because he can't stand the name of Jesus. And then tell him where the devil's going. You tell the devil that he's going in the midst of the fire where the worm doesn't die, which is the soul. For eternal damnation, pain and suffering, day and night for eternity, which is forever. That's what our word says in Matthew 25. Amen. 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 In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Right? We do not have the spirit of fear. What spirit is he talking about? Your spirit? No. He's talking about the Holy Spirit. If you're saved today... You believe Jesus came from heaven, incarnated in human form, and died a suffering death for you and me, and arose, put to death, 
death forever? And you've repented of your sinful ways, changed. You are filled with the Holy Spirit. You are filled with Jesus. The power of God is inside of you. You don't have to fear anything in the world, including the devil. Amen? Amen. Amen. So brothers and sisters, always keep your mind on the Lord. Read up every day and pray up every day. And remember, you have the power of Jesus, God, inside of you. So do not fear anyone in the world, including the devil. Keep your mind on the Lord and all be well with you.